Welcome back to the Cape Fear Rundown. From WHQR Public Media, I'm your host, Camille Mojica. This week, Ben is going to join us to talk about something we haven't spoken about in a really long time, actually, and that's development on the west bank of the Cape Fear River. Stick around. We're going to get into a larger conversation about development on the west bank of the Cape Fear River and why it's not necessarily dead. We're going to hear from Ben about what the county staff actually wants to do and why it's taken so long. Welcome back to the Cape Fear Rundown. I'm here with Ben Shockman. Hi, Cammie. Hi, Ben. Hi. The other side of the Cape Fear River is not has not left us. We haven't talked about her in a long time. We haven't. But so she's back. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about her. So two years ago, if you can believe this, you were fresh to WHQR. <laughs> oh my God, wait, yeah, you're right. This was one of the first things I wrote about. <laughs> there were a number of proposals for the west side of the Cape Fear River, the West Bank, that's sort of directly across from downtown Wilmington. Yes. That is property that belongs to, I mean, it's in the New Hanover County jurisdiction. It's on what's called Eagles Island. Part of it is on what's called Eagles Island, which is a conglomeration of Brunswick County and some town land from Leland, I believe, and various state and federal departments. And then north of that is a little spur of land where the Isabel Holmes Bridge lands on. And so there were a bunch of projects there, and we had a sort of a whole coalition of groups come out to oppose development on that Western Bank area. You know, we had environmentalists, we had the NAACP who were concerned that that area, which is part of the uh, Gullah Geechee Corridor, yes. um, wouldn't be respected uh, if it was developed. We had, you know, members of the Historic Foundation because there's actually, even though that's New Hanover County and not Wilmington, there's what's called a historic overlay, uh, which is basically a projection out from the historic district of downtown Wilmington that limits certain development rules on county land across the river. Oh, Because okay. it would negatively impact the historic view from some buildings in old-timey Wilmington. The view, the historic view. Yeah, so you had environmentalists, his, um, you know, historic preservation advocates, the NAACP, and there was a lot of sound and fury, but ultimately the projects sort of fell apart, and that's why we, we really haven't talked about it much. Yes, one of the biggest projects was a massive complex that they wanted to build on that side. Yes. That Hotel, was, apartments, sh- shops, restaurants. It was very, very big. It was like a half billion dollar deal. And they were talking about putting a, a giant grocery store in there, maybe even running ferry service across the river from downtown Wilmington. It was it was huge. It was huge. And, you know, we had some reporting about all the various challenges that they would face, both from local pushback, but also just what it takes to build in that area. Yes. Um, one of the articles I did, uh, we'll put a link to it once <laughs> gonna crawl back through two years of my reporting um but they did do a study basically on what the land looks like and what water looks like over there and how difficult it would be to build over there but saying that it is possible to engineer around it it's just not going to be easy yeah exactly so it's been quiet for a while but in the background staff at new hanover county's uh, planning and zoning department have been slowly kind of working on this idea um the pace has frustrated some people um, who are more pro-development, I think. Mm-hmm. But this week at the New Hanover County Board of Commissioners meeting, staff made a presentation and said, okay, here's what we kind of know about the area, and here's okay. what we want to do next. So the first thing is that 
there is actually a, a mixed-use development little zone there. So by right, right now, someone could, who owns that land, could build some pretty intense stuff up to 240 feet, which would make it the tallest building in New Hanover County. That's taller than the PPD building. That's about 40, 50 feet taller than the PPD Wait, building. 50 feet taller? I think the PPD building is around 196 feet. Oh, that, wow. So it would be tall. It would be very tall. <laughs> and so I guess I should now say the city of Wilmington building. <laughs> but in any case, um, and the rest of it is zoned industrial. Yes. And so what staff kind of said is like, look, the last time we really ta- talked about this in a concerted strategic way was in the mid 2000s. And at the time, the elected officials who were in charge back then said, we kind of want the west side of the river to look like the east side. You know, they imagined something like Savannah, where you've got development on both sides of the river. Mm. And I mean, that, I guess that didn't seem unreasonable at the time. But what staff said is that we've learned a lot since then, especially about um, what Commissioner Rob Zappel called the volatility of the land. Um, so physically the land. Yeah. So we're talking about flooding, both like sunny day king tide flooding and also um, storm flooding. Mm-hmm. And I think staff, well, I don't think, staff said we acknowledge there's a lot more risk building there now. So it's not impossible. Um, it will be expensive to build there. In many places, you would need to put um, pylons down into sort of swampland. Mm. And by fact, that half billion dollar development we were talking about, the uh, Point Peter development, yes, would have required, um, you know, t- millions and millions and millions of dollars in infrastructure just to like get a flat space to start building on. Yes, and not to mention the infrastructure for the amount of foot traffic and actual literal traffic going in and out. One of the concerns was. There's only going to be one road to get in and out from there. And if it floods, how are we going to get emergency services over there? Right. So so that moves us along to some of the concerns, which are, one, uh, staff wants, you know, they said, if we are going to rezone this area, what they want to do is, instead of waiting for a developer to come to them with a request, is let staff put together the best and highest use, the best and highest use of that land and zone it that way. And... That would that zoning would acknowledge these costs. It would try to put as much of the risk on the developer and not on the county in terms of extending water and sewer. Uh, counties can't build roads, so the developer would have to do that. But it would also kind of bake into the land use plan an acknowledgement of, hey, this is a risky place to build. doesn't mean you can't do it, but there are some inherent environmental risks in putting stuff here. And... A sort of unanswered question was, what about those emergency services? This is something that people brought up two years ago, mm-hmm. which is that if you've got a major storm and there's one road in and out of a massive development, you've basically created an island, and now you are diverting significant resources from first responders and law enforcement to to go there. So that's something the county can't get off the hook of. There's no way, and this is something that Commissioner Rob Zappel pointed out. He said. We can make sure that the developer is in charge of, you know, the roads and the infrastructure and all that. But there's no way to get off the hook for that stuff. Okay. So that's a concern. And I think to that to that point, um, Commissioner Zappel said, I really don't want you to take the existing riverfront urban mixed use zone and, and bake that into the overall plan for the area. Mm. Because that would allow some really dense, tall development. And you could have thousands of people 
living in a relatively small area that could be easily cut off from the rest of the county by flooding. So just to quickly confirm, what they want to do is rezone this area, but this zoning designation would specifically stipulate, "Eh, this place is a little hard to build on. If you're going to purchase this land or choose to build on this land, then you are abiding by these zoning designation basically saying, okay, I understand the risk. Pretty as much, the developer. Pretty much, yeah. And so I want to be really, really clear about this part, is that what staff is asking for is, can we start the process of looking at what the best use of the land is? Mm. There will be a lot of steps between what happened this week and an eventual rezoning of that land or anything getting built there. So there would be public hearings. There would be um, the county's planning board would have to approve it. So... We'll have more reporting down the road from this. Nothing concrete happened this week other than saying, other than commissioners unanimously saying staff, go ahead and do your job and <laughs> and, and look at this. Like spend yeah. t- but like, but focus on this. Take time and energy and really look at this and, and talk about how to. Like we're it. actually going to talk about this again. Yeah. But no, for real this time. But for real this time. And I think it will take time, but it will happen faster than the county's overall land use plan, which will that's like a multi, like a three, four, five year process. So you're saying that they want to pull this separately from that exactly. big plan. Exactly. Okay. One other interesting note was that Commissioner Jonathan Barfield said he was a little frustrated with that half billion dollar development because they were initially, they had come to the county to apply for a rezoning. They're on what's called Point Peter, which if you're looking across, uh, if you're looking at the battleship, and you're looking at the Isabel Holmes Bridge. Yes. There's kind of a point of land that comes out into the Cape Fear River where it meets, I believe it's uh, the Brunswick River. But it's sort of like a spit of land. So that's what we're talking about, that stretch of land. Okay. And they wanted the county to rezone it because currently um, there's, there's that historic overlay from Wilmington that would prevent them from going tall enough. And there's some other regulations. And I think it's zoned industrial right now. And the county was being... The county was not moving fast enough for the developer. The county was being pretty deliberative. Obviously, there was a lot of public pushback. Um, your, your reporting showed that. And so what the developers did was they withdrew their application yes. and they went to Leland. Because under the law, there is a way for Leland to have a satellite annexation of that land. Even though it's in Brunswick County, even though it's in a different county, it could still annex across county lines and have that be part of Leland and then Leland's planning board and Leland Town Council would ultimately make the decisions about what they could build there. Mm. Now this also posed some similar problems because imagine you're, say you're the Leland Police Department. Okay. And you have this annex that's like five minutes down the road, 10 minutes down the road. It's not near the town. Like you've got to drive all the way out there and back. Yes. And so it could create some complications there. There's also water and sewer issues. You know, like, would they, would the town be able to triangulate with CFPUA to get water and sewer there? Or would Leland somehow have to, have to run, like, a water and sewer spur all the way out there? There were definitely questions. It was not an easy fix. And so the developers withdrew that application as well. And what uh, Commissioner Barfield said earlier this week was that he has heard that the developer is now going to Wilmington, the city of Wilmington, oh. to annex this land across the river so that they could build under whatever guidelines Wilmington would approve. Now, I asked the city of Wilmington, and they said they had not heard anything official yet. So no paperwork has been exchanged. 
but Barfield is well connected in the developer community and the real estate community, so this may be something that he has heard. You know, this may be scuttlebutt that he is that he has heard. But it wouldn't surprise me if if a developer didn't want to wait another three years for you know major changes to the county's approach to land use before building because again this is a half billion dollar project so that's partially why they're pulling it separately from the overall land use permit well Barf- barfield said you know he he basically publicly asked um the city of wilmington cool your heels don't vote oh on this. oh let us do our job let us decide how this land should be used before you you know entertain any annexation <laughs> okay uh, a little bit spicy but i think the the idea that he was communicating was that you know We've been working on this for a long time. For a long time, we're taking it seriously. Don't because don't, don't take one chunk of land and make it Wilmington yes. with one set of rules, and then the rest of the land has different rules for New Hanover County. Okay. Now, ultimately, that's up to the city of Wilmington. They can they can do what they, they want. They can do what they want. But so that's those were some of the concerns from from Barfield and Zappel. I think uh, Commissioner Dane Scalise basically said, as far as Zappel's concerns. Um, we just, you know, he said everything is on the table. Okay. You know, so we're not baking any. Scalise's argument was that, you know, nothing, nothing is in stone yet. We're just gonna let staff look at look at all of it. And I think, you know, th- this will take some time. I think at the public hearings, you're gonna hear those same people who were upset back in 2021 voice these same concerns. They haven't gone away. Yeah. You know, the that's still part of the Gullah Geechee Trail. It's still. You know, it's, in the overlay, it's still in the overlay. It's still part of historically what people have considered to be the view from downtown Wilmington. Yes, that's um, true. At one point, some of the folks in the battleship were a little bit concerned about this. So I do still think you will see a coalition of people who push back against this. Um, I've also heard people who were very much in favor of this. They liked the idea of having additional development on the other side of the river. It's a place where we could build dense and vertical. Um, the region needs a lot more housing units. This is a place you could put them. Because you can go up. Because you can go up. Um, also, I mean, as a former New Yorker, like, I'm just used to seeing development everywhere I look. Yeah. I also, you know, just came back from Kelly's wedding over in Portland, and they have development on, they've got so many bridges, number one. Yeah. And then two is, yeah, they've got development on both sides of the water. So I guess it does make sense. And the last thing I'll say, and this is something the, the developers told me, was that, you know, currently... Um, you know, there's like rusted old boat frames on the other side of the river. There are, uh, there's like a shipping company. There's like a debris field. Yeah, because that area of the river back in history used to be fishing, correct? And industry. It was fishing and industry and the, the, um, the I think it's the Waters of America federal law mm. prevents people from removing some of those boat skeletons. <laughs> but their point was that, you know, that, that, that industrial site where they're just like, you know, they have like debris fields. It's not exactly a beautiful site. No. Um, but I'm not, I don't want to put my finger on the scale of the way, but I'm saying there. I, I definitely talked to people who were in favor of developing it and like the idea of there being, you know, another side of the river, another downtown river run. Um, so it remains to be seen. We'll definitely have more as we come towards public forums. We'll let people know so they have a chance to weigh in and, and tell people what they think. I was going to say, so what do people, what, what do constituents have to do now? Is there anything they have to do? Not what, yet. What happens next? 
Not yet. There's no time frame that I'm aware of yet about when the public he- next public hearing would be. So the next thing that comes, though, are the public hearings. There probably will be. It's possible we'll see another staff presentation first okay. and then a public hearing. Um, but either way, there will be, you know, multiple additional steps before anything gets put in stone. Well, Ben, thank you for being in the studio with me this week and talking to me about our wonderful other side of the river that has been out of the conversation for a little while, but has now returned. She's back, baby. <laughs> it was the fingers that got me. I'm sorry. You couldn't see it, but I had I had double finger guns. Double. Double. Ben, thank you for being in the studio with me this week. Happy to do it. Thank you so much for listening to the Cape Fear Rundown. Check out our show notes for relevant links and titles to the music we used this week. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or just general feedback, feel free to get in touch. You can shoot me an email at cmojica, that's M-O-J-I-C-A, at whqr.org, or you can find me on X at Cami Reports. I'd love to hear from you. I'm your host, Camille Mojica, and I'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.